Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to 10 Minute Morning Motivation. A motivational podcast to help you start your day on the right foot. My name is Aiden. Thank you for joining me. I met up with a friend over the weekend and we were talking about our current situations. Now, I don't think you'll mind me talking about this. One, because I won't say his name. And two, because he's very open and very self-aware. I think that's why we get on so much. He's able to look at himself, look at his situation, look at the things he's doing and figure out where he's going wrong, where he's going right. Although he can be a little bit hard on himself sometimes, which is something we often talk about. And he's in a good position in life in general, but he can see obvious spots that he wants to improve. Fair, as we all do. But I felt like he was focusing way too much on those parts and forgetting everything else that he has, all the good things, all the progress he's already made and the good situation that he's actually in, which is what a lot of us, maybe the majority of us do. We forget the good things, we get used to them and we just focus on the bad points, our bad habits or things that we're missing or feel like we're missing, especially if we're comparing ourselves to other people, whether that be friends or family or people on social media. And it's that gap that we see or that gap we create that leaves us feeling unfulfilled and often unhappy and disappointed in ourselves for not getting there or reaching the goal just yet. We don't sit and appreciate what we currently have because we get used to them, we take them for granted, we take people for granted. And often, as the saying goes, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, we don't realize the good things we have until we lose them, which is really unfortunate because then we realize we should have been more grateful and we shouldn't have been taking them for granted all that time. Now they're gone, maybe we've got to work to bring them back or maybe it's a person or a friendship and they're gone and we can't get them back and we've got to learn to live with that. I often imagine losing the things that are important to me. Not by choice, if I'm honest. I think it's from losing people close to me in life that my brain fears that naturally. And when something's good or somebody's good or something's going really well, I often imagine how I would feel if I lost that person or lost that thing. Sounds quite depressing, but to be honest, it's so useful because it enables me to be more grateful for people. And I let them know how I feel about them because I feel that way and because I have that fear. I don't tell them I have that fear, but it just prompts me 
to send a nice message or to let somebody know how important they are to me. I send messages randomly. I randomly think about something somebody said to me 10 years ago or a way they had an impact on me and I'll just message them and I'll say thanks for that. Might be weird to them, but nine times out of 10, I think they'll benefit from that and it'll perk up their day. It'll make them feel happy and it'll make them feel wanted and needed, which is a nice feeling. I'm a big believer in not waiting until somebody dies to say good things about them. We go to a person's funeral and we remember them and we talk about the good things, which is wonderful, but it's possible that they didn't know you thought that about them. We should be more open and clear and communicate to people what they mean to us and how important they are. So that's the heavy part of being grateful and what we have and showing it. We can also use it daily with the things we have and the things we use, finding wonder in the smallest things, because that's what life is. Loads of small things that create the big. If we take all the small things for granted, then we're taking life for granted. The big things happen, of course, they're great, but they happen so rarely, we can't just sit and wait around for those. And I find as you get older, the big things happen less often. When you're young and you're achieving and you're getting qualifications or you're doing exams and things like that, there's milestones all the time. There's huge life events all the time but as you get older and you get a little bit more settled and a bit more comfortable that's when it's useful to start focusing on the smaller things and also if everything becomes a tool a must do a step to the next thing we miss out on so much once we start finding the wonder in the small things life becomes so much more fulfilling we realize what we actually have around us and we start enjoying it more we start feeling more content and we're able to find joy in the smallest things and the smallest interactions That could be anything from nature, the people around you, your car, your coffee in the morning. Find an unremarkable part of your day, such as making a coffee, and really think about it as you do it. Enjoy it. Break it down. Think about where it came from, what it does for you, the tools you have access to, and how fortunate you are to have access to those tools that make life that be easier and that be more enjoyable. You can do this with anything. Go into the gym. Work out a muscle and think about the process that that muscle and your body is going through to increase the size of that muscle or to get stronger or to lose fat. Whatever it is that your body's doing, how incredible it is that your body can do these things. Focus on it and think about it instead of just going through the motions. Go look at a big tree and think about how long it's been there, how many generations it's seen, how many world events that tree has lived through. When we break down the smaller things and appreciate the real things in our world, that's when life becomes more fulfilling. And this can be done alongside the goal setting and the progression that we want to make. It complements that as we enjoy the journey as well as the end goal. And it's not just me and my crazy way of looking at things that believe this and that prove this. There is scientific evidence that gratitude positively benefits us. Here are some scientific studies that I found. I found a few journals while I was researching this. Here's a few. So scientists called Dickerhoof, interesting name, designed an experiment in which students could participate in one of two exercises. One that's aim was to boost happiness or another that consisted of cognitive exercises. To equalize the expectations of participants, the students were informed that participation of either group was likely to increase their overall sense of well-being. The happiness paradigm required participants to either write about their best possible future selves or write letters of gratitude. In contrast, in the control paradigm, participants were required to write about the events of the past week. As predicted, compared with the control group, the happiness paradigm group demonstrated increases in well-being. So those that wrote about their future selves or gratitude for things that had recently happened to them demonstrated increases in well-being. Another study of 221 adolescents showed that gratitude conditioning was associated with greater life satisfaction. The authors concluded from their experience that counting blessings seems to be an effective intervention for enhancing well-being in adolescents. 
And the final one, in a sample of 389 adults, scientists examined gratitude and well-being in the context of personality style. In this study, gratitude was most strongly correlated with personality attributes related to well-being. And the researchers concluded that gratitude has a unique relationship with life satisfaction. So when we choose the things that are important to us, when we focus on our own world rather than the outside world, of which the latter we have no control over, social media, the news, gossip, etc., we benefit greatly from this. Less anxieties, less comparing, less pressure. And to be frank, we stop giving a shit about the things that do not really matter. We don't care about strangers on Instagram. We don't care about our old school friends getting a new car. Oh, they're the same age as us and they're driving that car and they have that house. Am I not doing well enough? Am I behind for my age group? All those things that don't matter. Get rid of those things. Push them to the side and focus more on your own world, your own bubble and nurture that and be grateful for that. Look around you and be thankful for the things you do have, the things that you'd be lost without. It's very simple and this can make it easy to push aside. If your view on gratefulness is something along the lines of, yeah, of course, yeah, trees are nice. I'm busy, mate. I can't, I can't be thinking about trees. Or you find the thought of pausing and enjoying the small things a bit odd then you need to reconnect and rebalance. You need to look at nature. You need to look at the people around you and spend some time being grateful for them, thinking about them and letting them know how you feel. And it's easy to do. So I'm going to end this with a couple of things I'm grateful for this morning. And this is what I do some mornings. I usually write it down in my journal. But even if you're just driving, even if you're on the tube, on the bus, whatever it is, just thinking about the things that you're grateful for. So firstly, I'm grateful for my cat, Olive. Every morning, she makes sure that I am awake on time, often before my alarm, which I absolutely love. She lives in the moment, and that moment either demands food, face rubs, or opening the back door. She finds amazement in staring at walls and is very vocal when she's happy. She shows me her love by slow blinking at me and deciding to return to her house every day and not running away because she is an animal after all. I'm grateful for the listeners of this podcast. You're choosing to press play on that orange square and listen to my Northern Twang every other day. I'm able to rant a little bit, speak about my thoughts, and hopefully help someone out each episode. I get feedback through the numbers of listeners and messages and reviews, and this makes me feel great. I'm incredibly grateful for that. And that's it. As simple as that. And it genuinely brightens my mood. I'm grateful for these things. I'm thankful. I feel good. How can I not feel good after focusing on a couple of things I'm grateful for and fortunate to have? So go into your day and find some things that you're grateful for. Focus on the small things, the things you do every day and enjoy them. And life will be a little bit more fulfilling. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And I'll speak to you soon. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 